Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. I know you're probably eager to hear the second half of Elisa and the Swans, but first I want to give a special shout out to two listeners that left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Angie C. 14 said, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I listen to Girl Tales with my nine-year-old niece every month when a new one comes out. We make popcorn and sit around the radio and listen as if we lived in the 20s. She loves it. And I love spending time with her. It's the perfect bonding experience. And I love how creative each episode is. And I see my niece get inspired by them. Thank you. Bo CY says, for the boys too. Me and my son Rocco love listening to this podcast. It's for boys too. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Angie C14 and Bo CY. The more positive reviews we receive, the more listeners we reach. And the more listeners we reach, the more tales we can create over here at Girl Tales. So ask your mom or dad to head on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, listen, and review. Okay, okay, I'll stop talking now, and let's get to the tale. This is Elisa and the Swans, Part 2, by Leah McKenna Garcia. If you take my hand, I'll show you distant lands. Be my
Weeks passed. The kingdom waited for the return of its princes, but they did not come. A search was organized. Every available knight was sent out hunting, but they were looking for boys, not swans. Eliza grew very melancholy. She fixed the broken loom and would spend hours weaving alone in the playroom. She stopped speaking. Elisa? You're in here again. May I join you? The playroom's so quiet without... It's a nice day out. Would you like to go outside? We could go to the Great Meadow. You always loved going to the Great Meadow. No. I don't really feel like going out there either. What are you making? I still don't know where you found that. None of the servants weave. Did you get it in the village? Is it a secret? Is that why you won't tell me? I'd like to know a secret. I'd like to know the secret of why you won't talk anymore. Do you just not feel like it? Are you sad? Are you... Are you angry with me for what happened to your brothers? You're shaking your head no... But why won't you say no? We're going to find them. You'll see. Your father is scouring the land. He sent so many soldiers out looking for them. And how can you miss 11 boys, right? How can you lose... Elisa, if you know something, if you remember anything, anything at all about that night, if they said anything, where they might have gone, or who who might have taken them you can tell me you don't have to be afraid no one will be upset or mad at you but you must tell us if you can help us in any way you must can you can you help us Elisa well maybe not today maybe another day if you can I'm very glad you're still here. I love you very much, you know that? I should see about supper. I'll come get you when it's ready. Will you be here? All right. I'll see you later. I already told her what happened. I tried. But when I said it was my wish that turned the boys into swans, they didn't believe me. They thought it was a dream. Now, they think the boys are lost, stolen, but I know, they flew away. If I hadn't made that wish, if I hadn't been so stubborn and just played along, let them tease me. I didn't want to, I didn't like what they were saying, but if I hadn't said what I said, the ill wind wouldn't have heard and made it come true. What if it wasn't the ill wind? What if it was me? What if my voice is dangerous. I can't speak. Not ever speak again. Mother's right, though. I have to help. It's my fault this happened, and I've got to try to fix it. But what can I do? 
If I could find them, maybe I could figure out a way to turn them human again. But where are they? Where would they have flown to? <gasps> I know! Charlie and James's bird book. I bet there would be a clue in there as to where the swans might go. Here it is. Albatross, Greenfinch, Linnet bird, Meadowlark. Here we go, swans. Being waterfowl, swans abide near aquatic bodies, ponds, marshes, rivers, lakes, as well as areas that access the sea, such as coastal lagoons, harbors, and salt bays. Swans live near water. We have a moat that's filled with water, but I haven't seen any swans in it. And there aren't any of those places nearby. They must have flown away looking for one of those. There's the sea, past the great meadow. Could they have gone there? There's only one way to know for certain. I've got to go and see for myself. But to get to the sea, I'll have to journey through the deep, dark wood. What if something frightening is hiding in there, just waiting for a little girl to swallow up? What was it that strange woman said? The need must be greater than the fear. She's right. The need must be greater than the fear. And it is. I need to see my brothers again and help them if I can. I feel that more than I feel afraid. I'll need provisions. Here's my backpack. I'll bring this bread leftover from tea time, a sweater in case it gets cold, my hairbrush, Charlie and James's bird book, and my loom. Using it sometimes helps me forget how sad I feel. Guess that's everything. Maybe I should leave a note for Mother telling her where I've gone. No, if I can't find them, I'm not coming back. Even though she doesn't believe me now, if she and father ever found out what really happened, they wouldn't want me here anyway. I come back with brothers or not at all. Oh no, the supper gong. I gotta go before mother comes back up. I'll have to sneak out the side door. Goodbye, playroom. God knows when we shall meet again. Elisa, supper's red. Elisa? Elisa! Oh, where is she? Oh, no, 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 no. Not her, too. Elisa! I got all the way through the village, down the east road, and made it to the great meadow without anyone seeing me. I have to stay hidden, though, just in case. I'll crouch down and stay low as I walk through the grass towards the rock wall. I've never been to the meadow on my own before. It's very peaceful, but kind of lonely. Every time we visited, I wanted to get away from my brothers. Now I'm finally really and truly by myself, and... I miss them. Here's the wall. I'll follow it down to my secret spot. I'll rest there for a little bit before I head into the deep, dark wood. There's still a few hours of daylight left, and I've got to find a safe place to spend the night before the sun sets. Just a little further. Here it is. My spot. I guess there's no one left to keep it a secret from. <laughs> now it's just a place. I'll sit down in the shade of the hanging rock and eat a little. I'll feel a little better after that. <gasps> Who was that? Something just 
landed on the rock right above my head? What if it's a beast from the deep dark wood that came over the wall? Oh, oh another one. Oh, what could they be? Look, a shadow moving on the ground. Two shadows. It must be from the beasts. Looks like two lumps leading up to two long, thin lines. Snakes! Beasts with round bodies and, and snakes for necks? That's too scary. If I sit very still, directly under the rock, maybe they'll pass by and won't see me. <gasps> they even hiss like snakes. Oh, brothers, I'm sorry. I'm going to be eaten before I've even found you. Wait. I know. I'll throw some of this bread onto the grass. Maybe that'll distract the beasts. What? Oh! They're not beasts! <laughs> They're birds! They're swans! They turned around and are looking right at me. <laughs> swans speaking in unison? It could be Charlie and James. They found me in this place the last time we were in the meadow together. Maybe they found me again. No! They're flying away right into the deep dark wood. I gotta follow them. dark wood. Are you lost? Yes, you're lost. Maybe I can help. Are you alone? No? Yes? You're not sure. Is there a reason you're not talking? There is. Did you lose your voice? No. I'm afraid I'm going to have a hard time helping you if we can't communicate. If you didn't lose your voice, is there another reason why you don't want to speak? Yes. What could that be, I wonder? Maybe you could whisper the answer to me? Yes. Okay. Give it a try. Danger. Danger? F from what? From who? The ill wind. The ill wind? But there's no ill wind today. We have nothing to fear. We can speak freely, I promise. Now what seems to be the matter? Oh, miss... The day I met you and the ill wind came, I made a wish that my brothers would turn into swans and fly away. And the next morning, at daybreak, that's exactly what they did. But didn't that make you happy? I thought your brothers teased you and annoyed you and you wanted to be on your own to have some peace and quiet. Yes, but not always. Just sometimes. Oh, I see. I came here to try and find them. Swans like water. So I was going to the sea to find out if they were there. But when I stopped at my secret spot, two swans landed nearby, and I was sure they were my brothers, Charlie and James. They flew away, and I followed, but now I've lost them. You know, I passed a lake a little while back. It seemed like the perfect place for swans to go. Maybe your brothers were heading there. Would you like me to show you the way? Oh, yes, please. Very well. 
We shall go together. I think it's very brave of you to come to the deep dark wood all by yourself to help your brothers. It's my fault this happened in the first place. Sounded to me like it was an accident. You didn't know what the ill wind could do, did you? No. I didn't even know what an ill wind was until you told me about it. So you didn't do it on purpose, which makes it an accident. I guess. If you did know what could have happened, would you have still made that wish? Of course not. But I still would have felt it. They were annoying me and I wanted them to go away. I still would have been angry with them. It's okay to be angry, especially when people are annoying us. We can't control how we feel. We can only control what we do. You made a mistake and now you're trying to fix it. That counts for a lot in my book. Thanks. You're welcome. Did you ever make it to the island beyond the sea? I did. And did you finish your blanket? I did. Do you still have that loom I gave you? Yes. I brought it with me, actually. Good. I think it may prove useful. Here's the lake. Ah, it's so beautiful. But I don't see any swans. Hmm, perhaps if we called to them or attracted their attention somehow. If only we had something swans would like. A bit of food or something. I know. I have a piece of bread. If I break some pieces and throw them into the lake, the swans might come. It's worth a try. Here, brothers. Here's some bread. Fresh from the ovens today. Look! There's one! And another! (gasps) One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven! They're all here! Eleven swans, eleven brothers. Hello, boys. I'm so happy to see you again. This is the most unusual, but perhaps the loveliest family reunion I've ever witnessed. Elisa, I've been thinking. I may know the way to turn your brothers back into humans. Really? Tell me. Remember the stinging nettles I told you about? The special ones you needed to finish your blanket? That's right. I recall a story where a little girl was turned into a pig. Oh, no. It's all right. She had it coming to her. Anyway, they made her a sweater from the yarn of the same stinging nettles, and when they put it on her, she became human again. Wow. Those stinging nettles can do anything. They really are amazing. I think if you did the same thing for your brothers, they would also turn back into humans. But to make those sweaters, don't I need a yarn of the stinging nettles? Yes. You would have to go to the island and pick the nettles, make the yarn, and weave the sweaters yourself. How do you get to the island? You head to the sea and fly straight for a day. And then? You'll be at the island. That's it? That's it. How did you get there? About the same way. Here. On this piece of paper are directions for making the yarn. And I can offer you this. The blanket? Yes. I'm afraid it's been used many times since I saw you last, so its healing power isn't as strong as it used to be. It's still good for smaller stings. And warmth. Thank you. I'll put these in my backpack for safekeeping. Good idea. Oh, the sun is starting to set. I must be on my way. Do you have to leave? Yes, I still have far to go, and I'm quite late already. Are you going to be okay? I think so. I have my brothers now. If we're together, we'll be all right. Good. Take care. 
Goodbye. Goodbye. And thanks. Brothers, it's so good to see you again. The woman was right. The sun is setting fast. We should find shelter soon. You're coming to the shore. Then you agree with me. It's time to find a place to sleep tonight. The deep, dark wood is not as scary as I thought it would be. Still, it would be better if we could tuck ourselves away so we can stay safe and dry. The sun is nearly gone. Quick, let's be on our way. What? What is it? I don't understand your honks. What's going on? What's wrong? Oh, oh my goodness. The swans are turning back into brothers. Elisa, you found us. Hello, Elisa. Hello. We miss you. How did you get Who's here? Who's that woman you're with? Do you have any more bread, Elisa? I miss bread. We usually eat eel grass all day. It tastes good when we're the swans. But when we turn back into boys, it leaves a yucky taste in our mouths. Yucky. Eel grass. <laughs> wait, wait. How is it possible you're already human again? It doesn't happen anytime we like. Only at night. Yeah, and in the morning, as soon as the sun rises, we turn back into swans again. That's how we spend the day. Yeah, flying and swimming. It hasn't been that bad. Except for the eelgrass breath. <laughs> what part of the lake were you feeding at today? Elisa, even though it's been fun being swans... We don't want to be them forever. We want to go home to mother and father. Can you change us back, Elisa? Can you? Can you? Can you, Elisa? Yeah. We're sorry we broke your loom. And we promised to play quieter. And to leave you alone when you ask. What do you say, Elisa? Can we make amends? I'm sorry, boys. I can't change you back. It was the ill wind that heard my wish and made it come true. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean it when I said it, you know? I was angry, but it was an accident. That's okay, Elisa. We know you didn't do it on purpose. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, James. But what are we going to do? We can't stay swans for the rest of our lives. Our arms get tired from all the flapping. I get air sickness. Well, I do have a plan. Do you remember that woman I was talking to? Yes. yes. Who was she? She looks strange. Well, when I met her, she was weaving this special blanket. But wait, it's very dark now. We should find some shelter. There's a cave on the other side of the lake that we've been sleeping in. If we follow the shoreline, we'll be able to get there easily. Great. When we're inside, I'll tell you everything. Let's, Let's go. go. It's pretty nice for a cave. We'll show you the way, Elisa. Outside gathering some berries for you to eat on the way. And for our dinner tonight. They're worried there will only be stinging nettles on the island. I certainly hope that's not the case. Elisa, do you think it'll work? Weaving us sweaters out of the stinging nettles? What if we put them on and nothing happens? What if their power only works on girls turned into pigs? What if we can't find the island? What if the sun sets before we get there and we fall into the sea? We're scared, Lisa. I know. Twins. I know. I'm scared, too. And it's okay to feel that way. But we can't let that stop us. 
Wanting to do what I can to help you become human again is a bigger feeling inside me than the one that tells me how scary or hard it might seem. Remember, our need must be greater than our fear. Elisa, Charlie, James, it's almost on. Time to go. Okay. Elisa, we laid out the blanket the woman gave you. If you sit in the middle, Peter, Stephen, Mark, and I will hold the corners in our beaks so we can carry you. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Good. Because once we get out over the sea, there's no turning back. Don't worry, Michael. Our need is greater than our fear. All right, let's go. It's just turning to daybreak. Okay, brothers, I'm on the blanket, ready to go. Michael, Peter, Stephen, and Mark, should we count to three? All right, one, two, three. Oh my gosh, we're flying. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, wow, we're going so high, we're going so fast, we're going right into that tree. Turn, Michael, Peter, turn. Boys, that was a close one. I think Stephen and Mark should steer on the way back. Wow, you can see everything from up here. Look, there's the end of the deep dark wood. That's where the beach starts, and past that is the sea. The water's so blue. The woman said all we had to do was fly straight. How hard can that be? Whoa, whoa, what is that pushing us to the right? Oh, it's an air current. We'll have to ride it out for a little and then redirect. Got it, boys? Okay, we're out of that. Whew. Michael, Peter, veer left a little so we can straighten out our course. I'll keep an eye on the sun to keep track of time. We have to fly the whole day and make sure we land before nightfall. We've been flying for hours, but still no island in sight. The boys are getting tired. We have to land soon before the sun sets. It's already starting to go down. What is it, Richard? Huh? What is that? There's something straight ahead, just sitting on the edge of the horizon. Is that what you see, Richard? Oh, boys, that's it. Richard spotted the island. Does everybody see it? Then let's go, head towards that speck. We've gotta hurry, there isn't much daylight left. We gotta land on that island before dark. Oh, we're still so far off. Keep going, keep flying. We're nearly there, but the sun is almost gone. Ah, we're we're just over it. Now we just have to get to the ground before the sun is totally... (gasps) Oh no! Landing. <laughs> we did it! Ow! You alright, Chris? I've been stung! By what? When I landed, my arm hit that bush and it scratched me. Chris, where was that bush? Right over there. Here, use Elisa's healing blanket. Why does everything happen to me? Chris, do you realize what you've done? You found the stinging nettle. Yay? This plant is what we need to make the yarn to weave the sweaters. 
Now that I know where it is, I can start first thing tomorrow. That's great, Elisa. Hey, everyone. I found a cave. We could take shelter in there and have our supper. I've got to get started. The sooner I begin, the sooner I'll be done, and we can leave this island and go home. Here's the piece of paper the woman gave me with the yarn directions on it. Let's see. All I have to do is break the stalks off the nettle, pull off the leaves, soak them in water, dry them out, split open the stalks, scrape down the center, brush out the fibers, twist the fibers into yarn, then weave the yarn into 11 swan-sized sweaters. That's not too difficult. I'll just start by pulling one here. Ow! These nettles are very stingy. My need is greater than my fear or pain. Ow! 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 This is gonna be hard. But if this is what I have to do to save my brothers, I'm gonna do it. Ow! Ow! Hey, Alisa! Look, we made dinner. Matthew found a tide pool when he was flying today, and we went back after nightfall and caught some fish. It was easy. Would you like spit roasted or sashimi? Elisa, your hands! They're all swollen! Quick, John, get the blanket. Here it is. Here, Elisa, wrap your hands in this. <clears throat> How's that? <sighs> it does feel a little better. The swelling's going down. I picked so many stalks today, and I still have so many more to go. We're gonna need a lot of yarn for all those sweaters. It's a good thing that swan-sized sweaters are smaller than people-sized sweaters. That's... True, Charlie. <laughs> Elisa, is there something we can do to help? I don't think so, John. You need hands to pick stocks. But you boys only have hands at night when it's too dark to gather the nettles. I have an idea! What is it, James? We might be able to pick stocks during the day without hands. Do you still have Charlie and Mine's bird book in your backpack? Yes. I was remembering something I read about swans. Let me see... Here it is. Why does the kid still need a reference guide to birds when he spends half his day as one? Shh. Let's hear what he has to say. Swans have what is known as a nail. This nail is made of horny tissue and often forms a hook at the end of its beak. This helps them dig in the mud, grab hold of things, and pry shellfish off of the rocks. Maybe we could use our nails to help click the stalks off the nettle. It shouldn't hurt us because the nail is so hard. Good thinking, James. Thank you, Charlie. Even if that did work, there's still so much I have to do on my own. We can help with other things. Yeah. If you pick the leaves after we pick the stalks, we can carry them in our beaks and take them to soak. We can put them in one of the tide pools that I found. And then set them in the sun to dry. And drop rocks on them from the sky to break them open. Genius! Good thinking. Good yeah. idea. Awesome. One of you might get hurt. We won't know unless we try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah! No. Don't you see? It's my fault you're swans. If something else happened to one of you, I'd never forgive myself. This is my mistake, and I have to fix it alone. 
But you can't do it alone, Elisa. I must, Charlie. But you can't. You couldn't have come here without us. Or without that blanket the strange woman gave you. You needed Charlie and James to find you at your spot to lead you to where we were in the deep dark woods. And you needed that loom to learn how to weave in order to save us. The problem is too big to fix on your own, Elisa. You've had help all along the way. Why stop now? I guess you're right. But what if you use your nail to clip a stock and it does hurt you? Then we'll stop, but we have to try. Yeah, Elisa! Let us help! Let us help! We We want want to. to! I guess... I guess it's worth a shot. Yeah! Yay! Yay! Fish is ready. Okay, brothers. Here are the nettles. Now remember, if you hurt yourself when you use your nail, you have to stop. Okay? Okay. Brian, why don't you give it a try? <gasps> you did it! Did it hurt? That's great! Okay, Brian and John can clip the stalks. Mark, you and Steven can fly the stalks to the tide pools after I pull off the leaves. Ow! Even the leaves sting. I wish I had something to cover my hands with. Chris, what are you trying to pull out of my backpack? Oh, my sweater. Maybe I can hold it over my hands while I pick off the leaves. Let me try. Oh, oh, it still stings a little, but it's not as bad as before. Good thinking, Chris. Michael and Peter, you two can gather the rocks to drop on the stalks once they've dried out. But once the stalks are split and I've scraped down the middle, how am I going to brush out the fibers? <gasps> oh, I know. I can use my hairbrush. We're all set, brothers. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but we're going to do this. Together. <laughs> And so Eliza and her swan brothers worked hard to make the yarn that would break the spell of the ill wind. The swans clipped the stalks, soaked them in the tide pool, laid them out to dry, and split them open with rocks they dropped from above. Eliza plucked the leaves and brushed the fibers till they were thin and fine, then twisted them into yarn. At night, she would wrap her hands in the blanket till the swelling from the plucking went down, while the brothers cooked supper. In the morning, they would rise and do it all again. When finally there was yarn enough, Eliza began to weave. She wove and wove and wove. There were days she barely looked up from her loom, so determined she was to finish. Elisa? Yes? You look tired. I'm not... Tired. You're yawning. And your eyes are drooping. It's very late. You've been working all day. Every day. For weeks. We all have. I'm almost done with this sweater. When I get through this last row, I'll be all finished. There. Now we can go to bed. Before we go to sleep, can we put this sweater with the other ones? Yes. Let's do that. 
There are so many swan-sized sweaters. There are. Elisa, how many have you made? I... I don't know. We've all been working so hard and I've woven so much I've lost track. Let's count them. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Plus the one you just finished. That makes eleven. Eleven? Eleven swans, eleven brothers, eleven sweaters. Twins? They're finished. The swan-sized sweaters are finished. Hooray! Brothers, brothers, wake up. They're done. What's done? The sweaters? You mean it? Does this mean we can finally go home? Yes! 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 All right, everyone. Let's gather these sweaters in the blanket. I'll ride with them. We'll fly tomorrow to the deep, dark wood, rest for the night, and then continue towards the palace the following day. Brothers, to bed, for we rise at daybreak. Belinda, my love, you've come to the meadow again. Yes, Robert. I like to come here and think of the children. The boys yelling and running through the grass. Charlie and James spotting birds. Elisa disappearing to goodness knows where. Her secret spot. Her little haven. She was always so protective of it. Sometimes I pretend that's where they've gone. That they're all there, just out of sight. And soon they'll be done playing and they'll come home again. Oh, Robert. (laughs) Oh, my love. It breaks my own heart as well. And to be here where we were happiest as a family brings me more sorrow than joy. But wait. What's that? What? There, in the sky. It sounds like... It looks like swans. swans. Oh, Robert, that night. They're coming this way. And they're carrying something. It's some kind of parcel. What could it be? I don't know, but they're landing right here. Are they speaking to us? I do not know. Uh, hello, swans. I am King Robert, and this is Queen Belinda. Is there something you want with us? Robert, the parcel, it's moving. Mother, father! Elisa! I've missed you so much, we've missed you so much! Oh, my darling girl! Where have you been? And what do you mean, we? All of us! You and these... Swans? Do you remember the day my brothers disappeared? How I told you that they had been turned into swans by a wish I made on the ill wind? Yes, but, Elisa, we told you that couldn't have happened. Your mother's right. Boys don't turn into swans. It did happen. And I went into the deep, dark wood, and I found them. We flew to an island a day away, and we all worked together to make yarn for these sweaters. And when I put them on the swans, they will turn back into boys. This is all very, very... You saw with your own eyes that these swans carried me in this blanket. 
Can't you believe, then, that all the rest is possible? Robert, there are 11 of them. What? There are 11 swans. Maybe, maybe it wasn't a dream. Maybe Elisa is right. Could it be? Here, we'll show you. Okay, brothers, who wants to go first? Charlie and James. Charlie and James? They do look identical, Robert. Just like twins. They're swans, Belinda. They all look alike. Still, it could be... Mother, would you put on one of the sweaters with me? Yes, Elisa. I will. Okay, here goes. I hope this works. It's true, then. These swans are our sons. Hand me one of those sweaters, Alisa. We are getting our boys back. It worked. We're free. We'll be boys all the time. We can go home. We can sleep inside again. In our room. In Beds! Our arms won't get tired from all the flying. No more eelgrass breath! And we'll, and we'll be, be with, with our, our family! Hooray! And it's thanks to you, Lisa, for coming to find us. Well, even though it was an accident, it was still my fault that it happened. But you took it upon yourself to make things right. Even when no one believed you, you did what you had to do in order to bring your brothers back. I'm so proud of you, Lisa. And so grateful. We both are. Well, I didn't do it alone. I had a lot of help. I'm glad we could all do it together. You mean you enjoyed spending time with your brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I actually did. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. You're pretty cool, Elisa. It was awesome. And don't worry, Elisa. The next time you want to be alone, just let us know. We won't bother you. Just in case there's another ill wind coming this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's nearly supper time. We should be heading back. Royal family roll call. Ready? Ready. 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 All right, let's hear those names. Michael. Peter. Mark. Steven. Chris. Matthew. Richard. Brian. John. Charlie. And James. And Elisa. Hooray! All right. All accounted for. Let's go home. If you take my hand, I'll show you distant lands. Be my mate. That was Elisa and the Swans Part 2 by Leah McKenna Garcia, starring Sophie Hassett, Russell Jordan, Jessica Osber, and Claire Warden. Sound design by Maria Wortel. Original music by Eli Denby Wood and directed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Remember to subscribe, listen, and review to Girl Tales on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And hey, would you 
be interested in your very own Girl Tales sticker? Well, Girl Tales is looking for some support, and anybody who donates to Girl Tales will get their own Girl Tales sticker in the mail. All you have to do is ask your parents and head on over to patreon.com slash girltales and become a Girl Tales patron today. And if you have any questions or if you want to comment on a tale, you can feel free to email me personally. You can email me at girltalespodcast at gmail.com. That's G-I-R-L. T-A-L-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I would love to hear your comments. If you want to leave a voice memo, maybe we'll post it on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you, Girl Tales listeners, and so does the rest of the team. I believe you can do anything. I'll see you next time. <laughs>